Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Alongside the juice, I'm the big man, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's going on, juice? Hi, not much, man. Uh, coming off a pretty good weekend here. I went 4-0 in my fantasy leagues. Uh, the Cowboys didn't lose this weekend, so that's always a plus. Yeah, I had a pretty good week too. I won. I won an event league. That's that's two straight for me. The the Browns won. Uh, yeah, we've kind of streaked back in on the Vampire League. We're kind of little right bit. back in there in the standings. I got to win out. To I definitely have to win out. I don't know. They did the um, the standings in their show this week here that just dropped yesterday, and it's 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 pretty tight. I'll have to check it out we'll on my a- side. I know I got I got. Uh, Lauren and uh, I can't remember Tubby's ahead of me. I know uh, the Vamp is still ahead of me, but I'm I'm uh, yeah, I'm going in the right direction. I think you're four and five, and I'm five and five now. But I mean, we were we were feeding right there at the bottom there for a while, so we've kind of streaked up six. a little bit. Yeah, yeah four and four six. six. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm five I was five. I was sitting with two wins two weeks ago, so yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh. Good to be back. We had some uh, technical difficulties last week. Um, some dumbass <laughs> spilled alcohol on on the equipment. Not going to name no names, but it, I can tell you it wasn't juice. No, I was in the kitchen. I was clear on this one. Just I was like, man down. <laughs> uh, we so we had some technical difficulties. Uh, we still got to manage to record the episode, but it really didn't have the greatest quality. So uh, we decided not to publish it. So we. We've been kind of like on a little two-week hiatus, so if you just bear with us, we're trying to get it back out there now. Uh, you got any shout-outs or anything? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I, have much. I got, I got. Uh, well, first of all, buddy, I got to shout you out because uh, you took, you finally took me over to Sawstone Brewery. Oh, uh, yeah, I found my wallet, so we was able to go this oh, time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were... Uh, Good beer, good craft beer. Uh, Sawstone Brewery over in Moorhead, Kentucky. Uh, if you get a chance to check them out, really good craft beer. Uh, it's got a really good uh, vibe to it. Too, yes, it does. Um, it's it's quiet, but of course it's you know during pandemic, so I'm sure it'd be a right. little busier. It got the college feel to it, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's right there, right At, on Moorhead State's campus, yeah. almost. So you 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 get a lot of those college kids over right. there, but I mean it. It's still, it's it's pretty calm. It's pretty spread Yeah, it's out. not a place that you're going to go get routed. They don't serve liquor in there. So, no. It's, I mean, it's beer only pretty much. And I mean, so. you've seen the board. They've got all kinds of, not only their beers, they've got yeah. other craft beers. That, a lot of different craft beers. Um, Really good. I especially like, you let me try two of them. We tried the Cream Ale and uh, what Kentucky was Kentucky Commons. Yeah. I, I, one, the Commons was a... Uh, a dark, more like a lager, um, and the the cream ale. I man, I loved it. It's, yeah, it's super that, different. You really don't know how to co- or what to kind of compare the cream ale to. You can't really compare it, and I I I can't really name off like what it tastes like or anything. It's just different, but you it's got a a hint of creaminess to it, mm-hmm. and and that's what I liked about it. Uh, another shout out. I know you didn't get a go, but I went to. Right here in Mount Sterling, uh, Levy Legends. Uh, it's a small restaurant on Levy Road in uh, Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Um, great little atmosphere, great food, great beer cheese. You tried some of the beer yeah, cheese. Yeah, beer cheese uh, good. Very good beer cheese. Um, and then the last little shout out, kind of got to shout you out again for uh, kind of... I don't know how you say, uh, kind of getting our eyes open to uh, a little bit more different taste in the liquor world. Uh, oh. <laughs> we tried the uh, Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal. I've been on a kick on it for quite a while. Love uh, it. Yeah, it, it's, it's like drinking a Reese cup. It, it is phenomenal, and it's 70 proof. So, so strong enough to get you a good buzz. It'll get you there. And I was on Google, and I was looking up, like, drinks and and there are so many like 
decadent like dessert drinks that you can make. I mean, yeah. I'm not a big sweet drinker. Yeah, and if, stuff. if you follow their social media, they post a lot of, of different concoctions because the the owners of that own a bar. That's what they got started with. Right. And yeah, I was, was doing a little research. They're out of California. Yeah, and they and won he, like all kinds of awards for the taste, like best tasting whiskey. Yeah, and and so they they're always coming up with different concoctions, and I mean I've seen stuff with chocolate that they've done with it. I've seen stuff with, um, I do. I'll I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit on what I do with it, is I like to, um, you know what I'm talking about with a boiler maker. Right, right. I like to take the whiskey and put it in a shot glass, and then in my bigger glass where I make my mixed drinks out of, I'll take and uh, crush um, strawberry. Soda, right? Or pop or whatever you want to like call it, like a peanut butter and jelly. It's grown man's uh, PB and J. Well, I was looking at that. I I think there's a um another like like berry liqueur that you can get a uh, chambord. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's something. Yeah, that you can get there. But hell, I like it just over like yeah, I like ice cream. Yeah, I I like it just on the rocks. I, oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. how often I drink it just on the rocks. It's, it's a little bit sweet for my taste to sit there and like drink all day, but right. I mean, every now and again, it'd be perfect I, for like a. I'll a, tell you something else I do with it. I take, um, I, I used to, when I first started drinking it, I would mix it with Dr. Pepper. Uh huh. Because I drink Dr. Pepper like it's oh, yeah, going out of style. Yeah. Like, um, so I was mixing it with that for a while. And then what I started doing is I started taking Dr. Pepper and putting it in my ice trays. Uh huh. And then freezing them, and I'd make Dr. Pepper ice cubes with it. Oh, and, and then, then I'd put that. The rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was with the rocks, and as the as the ice melts, it kind of mixes Shit, that be, Dr. Pepper into it. I'd be good with that. I yeah, I was looking at those like a lot of different things you could do with it. Uh, I got to pick me up a bottle this week. Uh, we got a buddy who's already picked up a bottle. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're planning on maybe doing some drinking on that here soon. Uh, you got any shout outs? Anything um, you want to say? Well, I'll shout out your buddy. Um, I won't say his name just because we don't know. We'll just call him Special K. Yeah, we'll call him Special K. Uh, you know, he had me over with you guys, and that's when I kind of introduced you all to all that stuff and made a bunch of wings and, and kind of opened his home to me a little bit. So. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, well, I had a ball, so I'd like to shout him out. Yeah, we appreciate you, buddy, for inviting us up. Anytime we go up there, it's always always a good time uh all right well i think that's it for our shout outs uh what do you say we get in the news time news fresh news news time all right uh test reveal uh matthew stafford has a torn ligament in his thumb on his throwing hand um he's gonna take the week to see how he throws uh but i'll be honest with you matthew stafford Tough sob, I I can't see him not playing unless it's a pretty bad injury. He's a tough dude. He's played through a lot of stuff. I mean, you're talking about a lot of injuries he's had over his career, and most of them he's played through. Um, the only thing that worries me about the ligament is how is he going to be able to grip a football? Right. That's that's what I concern right. with. I right. Mean, um, Drew Brees is out multiple weeks with uh, fractured ribs and a collapsed lung. Um, Jameis Winston's the start. Do you like that, or would you rather see Taysom Hill be the start? I picked him up in my money league. I I like that. I think. Uh, I mean, this well, is why you sign Jameis, don't you? I don't. I don't care what Sean Payton says. I don't believe. I think that's just lip service. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe Hill's the the next coming of Steve Young. Like, no, I just. I, just I don't think see Taysom it. Hill is better being that. I think he's better being utilized the way he is. Yeah, I he's would a rather guy. him. Yeah, he's a gadget guy. He can play ten different positions. Oh yeah, and I and mean, and it's that's not a knock on him by no means. No, when I he, say he's a gadget guy. He he's a football player. Oh, absolutely. He, I mean, he lines up at tight end. All. He lines up at wide receiver. He Running can line back, up quarterback, playing quarterback. Fullback, like, yeah. I mean, he's just it's it's all there. Like, yeah. and I mean, he's just a guy that you can move, and and it's kind of too valuable for Sean Payton to take him out of that role. And if he was a, a if he was really a franchise quarterback, they wouldn't have signed Jameis. They wouldn't have signed Bridgewater. No, yeah. They wouldn't well, I mean, I could see signing Bridgewater if you kinda didn't know, but But now you, you ought to know. Yeah, you should know by now. Right. So as soon as they signed Jameis, I knew that that was lip service. All right. Uh a little trouble brewing in Philly. Uh what's wrong with Carson Wentz, man? 
Uh, I don't know. He, I mean, you're you're the NFC I mean, uh, East guy here. Uh, they've been. What's de- your opinion? I'm trying to stay partial. Uh, they they've been uh, they've been decimated with uh, injuries at the wide receiver spot. They've been last, decimated but you on know the what? line. Like Wentz was decimated with injuries last. They were decimated. The Eagles were decimated with injuries last year, and Wentz had one of his better years actually with a bunch of. Uh, Scrubs at wide receiver. I mean, I think his offensive line was fairly healthy last year, but now it's you know they've been injured. So yeah, I mean, you have bad years. I mean, if you're not are Tom you, Brady, if you're not, are whatever. you just chalking it up with a bad year? Do you do you look to maybe move on from it? I don't know if I'd move on it's, with his injury history. I mean, he's talented when he's healthy, but and it's hard to find that guy. They've already paid him. Like, I don't... That's true. I don't know if I'd move on. He's... I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, well, here's some... I I didn't know if we would get any news on this or not, but uh, I'm not surprised by getting some news. Uh, AB is being reviewed uh, by the NFL for an incident in his Florida neighborhood. Uh, apparently, he broke a camera, and he threw a bicycle at security guard in his little secluded neighborhood uh, of wherever. I'm sure it's a upper-class, richie neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a gated community. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, but I'm not surprised that he's stuck out in the news already. I mean, I'm not either. Um, I'd like to know... I'd like to know more details. I'd like to hear from him. But whether we do or not, I don't know. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he's already in trouble. I mean, I don't know. You're kind of looking at a guy that's going downhill real quick. Now, apparently, this happened before he signed with the Buccaneers. So maybe, maybe he, you know, once he got back to playing, maybe he can keep his nose clean. But I'd I'm, like to know too if if the the Buccaneers knew anything about this before they signed him. I'm not sure, but I know the NFL's reviewing it, and I know the president of the the homeowners association in that neighborhood they uh, they decided not to press charges on the fact that they were afraid that he would retaliate against employees or that president. Uh, so, do you, do you reckon maybe? Uh, I mean, I I hate to bring this up, I really do. You think it might have something to do with head injuries? You know. I mean, with the knowledge that we have now about CTE, can you can you not just at least you have to think about it, right? Yeah, I I'll tell you this, and I've told my other friends this. If I I don't have a son, but had I had a son, had my son wanted to play football, sure I would have let him play. You know, the midget league football, pee wee league football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once we got past that. I'm not sure. I would make. Sh- I would want to make sure that he knew all the facts in football. Uh, if I would have known everything, I've gone through. You're talking to a guy that's gone through four concussions himself. I've had three. And had I known the risk, two of those were were playing football. The other two weren't. So I'm not. I'm not going to blame it all right. on football. But had I known, I probably still would have played. I probably would have too. And I don't. I don't think I would have um, kind of tried to steer my son one way or the other. I don't have a son either, so right. I can't say that for sure. But, but I wanted to make sure I would. I would want to make sure he's informed. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know how I'd feel about it, but I think you kind of got to. I don't know. You got to consider it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I mean, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I really wasn't thinking about it. But yeah, that that you you raise a really good point on on AB. Maybe it's head injury. I mean, it's it's got to be something. If you like, think, if you think about it, though, he he was really a role model, like yeah. uh, a a role model citizen in Pittsburgh early on, mm-hmm. and and then he just up until his last year, or maybe last, last two, two years, years in yeah. Pittsburgh. Right. Um, I think they start, it started having trouble with him when he posted, I think it was in the playoffs, uh, posted a locker room video on Facebook. Yeah. 
uh, I think that's really the only thing up until that point. You really didn't have anything. No, there was nothing to say about AB. All right. Oh, well, let's move on off of that. Uh, the Pro Bowl will be played out on Madden 21 this year. I love that. Uh, the Pro Bowl being played an actual game. I don't even watch the Pro Bowl. I I think I most either. of us don't watch it. Um, it's it's not basketball. I mean, I would rather see like a skills competition than That's I would. That's what I was about to say. Uh, yeah, I'd rather see a skills competition than I would see like them play the actual game because they're not trying. They're not putting forth the effort. Um, Which I know, not- it, I know at one point, I don't know if they're still doing it, they did do a skills competition that weekend. Right. They, they used played to like do tic-tac-toe that. kickers. Oh, and- yeah. They they used to do that. Or, or here recently, they did like um, dodgeball and yeah. things like that. But before that, you used to have like the – NFL skills competition, like I think it was during the Pro Bowl, like you'd have the quarterback competition yeah. and things like that. Um, yeah, I would, but I'd be much more interested in watching something to that nature as opposed to oh, most what the Pro Bowl is right now. All right. Uh, the last couple of little things I got for the NFL, and then I'll let you take oh, it. But you were talking about anything. Madden, though. I just, if they don't do something with franchise mode, I'm not, I, I refuse to buy it. Well, I, refuse, I, haven't, I haven't bought 21. And I used to buy them. I used to pre-order them. If right. they don't do something with franchise mode, I refuse. And I would encourage anybody that plays video games that might be listening to this to do the same thing. Because EA is not going to fix it no. as long as you're still buying the product. I haven't uh, played Madden, like the, the most recent Madden was probably since uh, 2017's version. With Gronk um, on it. With Gronk on it. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not that impressed anymore. I just not happy with them. No, I, I mean they haven't changed. They literally have not done anything with franchise mode, and I don't know how long. And and the thing that kills me is like, uh, do you remember the old college football games? Right. And how like you could start as a defensive coordinator, and your you could uh, do like the the coaching skill tree or right, whatever, right. where you could up your skills as a coach and yeah. whatnot, and and what like that was made by EA. Right, EA has that in their database. They have their capability. Why not? It. In 2014, they had it. Well, hell, they they had NFL coach, head coach. I mean, yeah, um, that was by EA. Yeah, and that, EA done it. I loved it. Why not? Why not put some of that into Madden? Like, right, you have it in your database. I agree. It's not even a matter of having to rewrite right. the programming. You have the programming just slide it over. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let me go on and tell you. A little bit more about our last little bit of NFL news, and I'll let you, well, you have that thing. Uh, most of the Raiders, I just read read these last two little bit this afternoon before the show. Most of the Raiders' starting defense is on the COVID list, um, could potentially be out. They were in contact at a high risk contact with somebody with COVID. Uh, they're still eligible to play as long as they test negative, but uh, something to keep as of right on. now, they're out. Something keeping an eye on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam Gase came out and said he don't expect Sam Darnold to be back for the season. So uh, the <laughs> Jets just keep on getting worse. The Jets might just join Cleveland with winless with winless teams. Like hey, they, Cleveland's not the only one. Detroit well, did it. Well, yeah, Detroit did do it. You're right. You're right. I'd completely forgot Detroit had done it. So it's possible I'll forget Cleveland done it at some point, but as long as I'm hanging out with you, I doubt it. Um, we almost uh did it twice. Though. I know. That's pretty <laughs> that's pretty bad. What for a block field goal, we would have we definitely would have been doing. So uh yeah, I think yeah, the Jets are and if if he doesn't come back I could see him I could see him drafting Lawrence and moving on. And wait till you see my one for the money later. Oh, okay. Uh, you love it. You're going to make fun of me, I promise. Okay. All right. Uh, do you got any NFL news uh, that I have discussed? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, let's change gears a little bit and get it. Well, one real quick announcement I want to make. Not really announcement. News, that headline news that I've I seen real quick. Uh, Robinson Cano of the New York Mets uh, has on it. 
on a season ban for testing positive for PEDs. Whether it be steroids, I'm not sure what it was, but performance-enhancing drugs, whatever it is. I think Major League Baseball needs to slack off on the PEDs because it's, I mean, it's dead. It's a dead I'll be sport. honest with you. I didn't even know Gano was on the Mets. Yeah. Like, I, I still remember him as a Yankee. Right. So. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a solid amount of baseball since 1998, the year that Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa uh, was in the race. Was in the race for the home run record. Yeah. I can't um, tell you the. I mean, it. That's the last time that I truly followed baseball. On a regular basis. Uh, all right. So, anyways, uh, let's change gears to the NBA real quick. Okay. CP3, Chris Paul is traded to the Suns. Did he trade it or is it rumors? You no, know, he did. It's he a did definite trade. Because um, okay, I know when me and you talked about it, it was rumors. Well, it was it was in the works. They just had finalized yeah. it when we talked. Uh yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly what all the Suns gave up. I know they gave up a first-round pick. Uh, they gave up uh, a few players, but they weren't no impact players, really. Well, I think OKC was. I think OKC was wanting to kind of rebuild with the Westbrook trade, but CP3 had to be included in it to make the money work. Right on uh, that trade. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me at all that OKC is moving on from CP3. I'm actually surprised CP3 wasn't traded last year. From I think they, they tried. I think, but so. I think it was harder with the money, right? As right. far as um, the Bucks acquire. Uh, but hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Go, ahead, go I, ahead. I love this trade for Phoenix. Okay, I um, I do too. I yeah. I really do because Devin Booker it's going to yeah. open Devin will, Booker up. He will organize the offense. Um, Devin Booker will get freed up some where he's not having to do as much. And Booker's a stud. And I think Aiden will be a stud. And DeAndre Aiden, this, yeah, will, this uh, will help him as somebody that's organizing offense yeah, and be able to get the ball to him. I think that's going to help uh, a lot. of. And they also got uh, – oh, who's their power forward out there? Do you remember? Mm. He's a younger guy. He was drafted just a couple years ago. I, I want to say Jackson, but I'm, I don't think it is Jackson. I know, they, I, I know they have Justin Jackson who come out of North Carolina, but I think he's playing the three. Okay, okay, he's playing a three. I'm, I was wrong. He could have played the four, though. Yeah, he, well, he's like six, six or six, seven. Okay. He can play small. When they're going small ball, he can go to the four. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, like you they said, they have a plethora of young talent, and and having somebody like CP three around, a veteran like CP three, do nothing um, but help him. Uh, he's gonna become. He's gonna become. You know, pretty much the de facto leader of the team because he's. The point guard. Oh yeah, and he's and he's he's always been a a coach on the floor. Right, right. I I couldn't agree with you more on that one. Uh, I mean, it'll do nothing but help those guys. Yeah, I could see Devin Booker. I mean, I don't know if I'm willing to put him in championship contention. Oh no, him, but, but but I can see him making the playoff. Run. Oh yeah, and I could I could see him winning a series with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, definitely. Like I said, they're very talented. Yeah. So you add somebody like him, it it'll it'll definitely move you up right. in the rankings. Uh. The Bucks uh, acquire uh, Drew Holiday, yeah, and uh, Bogan Bondanovich from uh, yeah. the Sacramento. I think Bondanovich came from Drew Holiday, yeah, Drew from Holiday New Holiday Orleans. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans got a loads of. I think that's you know that's all right. We were uh, I was talking about this with some other guys. Um, you have to do this if you're Milwaukee. I yeah, because think... they're trying they're trying so hard to keep. The Greek freak. And if nothing else, you're afraid that he's he leaves. If if Giannis leaves, you need to do everything in your power to raise a banner this year. Right. Uh, so and Bogdanovich is a excellent three point shooter. Oh, he's a great two three and D. He plays good defense. Yeah. Um, so he's Drew he's, Holiday's a, a good scoring option at, at point guard. Um I actually like New Orleans got a got a pretty good load too. Uh uh they get they get Eric Bledsoe and George Hill in return, and they also get three first-round picks, which uh, I know if uh, Giannis ends up staying, those first-round picks probably won't be no. that great. But if, if Giannis does go, they could be you know really good yeah. picks for them. Uh, all right, the uh, Rockets are trading. They're in the works of trading uh, Covington for Trevor Ariza. Uh, 
they're getting Lorenzo back, which I think if uh, they keep the team that they got, I think that's a good pickup for him. I think they were really missing him last year. I mean, Reason plays very good defense. Very good defense. He's, he's a lot like Andre Iguodala when uh, Golden State was right. making those runs. And I really think that, that hurt him last year by not having him. Uh, but – also, uh, James Harden and Russell, Russell Westbrook have both requested trades. Uh, but the rumor is the Rockets are willing to get uncomfortable and say no to these trades unless they get what they want out of them. Yeah, um, you might as well. If you man, got them under contract, why not? If I was an owner or a GM, I'd say you, if you sign a contract with me, you're not getting traded, especially if you're the best player on my team. Right. And if you, if you are, I mean, you got to get a load for them. Like, if I'm going that route, if I'm going to trade him, I want to, I want to uh, definitely get a a good load, uh, especially out of James Harden or Russell Westbrook. Yeah, either one of them. Uh, I know, I I know uh, the Nets are interested in West or not Westbrook, but Harden. Harden. I'm not sure about the uh, Westbrook or anything. I'm not sure if he's got any interest from. I'm sure he does from other teams, but. Well, it's all going to depend on the price tag, but Harden to the the Nets, I I can't imagine that working. Um, I don't like it because you got three alphas right there who yeah. are all three of them are ball dominant. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Harden and and Kyrie have to have the ball in their hand to right. be effective. And then like you've already tried this in OKC with Durant of having ball dominant guys around him, and that didn't work at no, all. So. No. You're really taking your best player in Durant and taking some of his stuff away from him. And then Kyrie has to have the ball to be effective. Harden has to have the ball to be effective. Right. So whichever one of them don't have the ball in their hand, that's you're basically taking all that money that you're paying him and wasting it. I agree. I would rather have something more on defense or something more, you know, uh, a top end role player. You need a D and three guy. That's really what yeah. you need to build around them. Maybe a shot blocker to would, guard the paint. Would you pair Harden and and Kyrie together without Durant? No, no. They they both have to have the ball. Right. They're both point guards essentially. Well, I mean, it it worked with LeBron you, and Kyrie for a little while. Yeah, but then it blew up. I think Kyrie left the Caval or left he left the Cavaliers to the Celtics, but he left because he wanted to be the alpha dog. And, and now he's turned around and went to the Nets with uh, yeah, see, that's Durant. Why, that, well, that's why I think it worked for so long in Cleveland is because LeBron is kind of managing Kyrie's ego as he's coming up. And Kyrie really wasn't an established star when LeBron got there. Like you could tell that he had all the potential in the world. Right. When, when LeBron got there, but he wasn't, he was still learning how to be a star. Right. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, so the NBA draft is tonight. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves got the number one pick. What, which way are they going? I think they trade out. They trade I think out. they're trying to trade out. We'll put it that way. Um, I think they want to trade out because, uh, what they need is a, Ball dominant guard, a primary ball handler, um, and the best one on the board is Lamelo Ball. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't think that you really want to take Lamelo with the number one pick, but if they have to stay in that spot, I think that's where they go with it. You uh, think it's going to be what about what about Anthony Edwards? I'm getting to that, but he's not he's not a ball handler. He's not a he plays off the ball. You're not talking about a a ball handling point guard that brings the ball up. Uh, didn't he play point guard in college? No, he played at Georgia. He's a two. Okay, you're an SEC guy. Yeah, he's, no way he, he's, he's, he's a true two. All right. <laughs> I mean, he's got ball handling, don't get me wrong, but he's not a, a ball dominant. Give me the ball, I'll set it up. Give me the ball, and well, let me I'll ask run you the this. show. I know you got, I know you got, uh, you got Towns up there, uh, and you got uh, D'Angelo Russell as well. Um, why not go with James Wiseman, number one? Because then you're pairing him with with Towns. Had, I, which... You're basically playing two centers. 
you're basically playing two centers. That that worked great for the Spurs. Well, I mean, it did, but I mean, then you're kind of pushing. You got to push one of them out of the paint because then you're clogging up the paint in your offense. And you you don't think Cat uh, got the ability to shoot from the outside? I think he does, but I don't think it's to the consistent point where you want him standing out there. No, I mean, I probably wouldn't want him out there on, you know, most plays. If it was me, I would go with Edwards because you have Russell. So you can, Russell can bring the ball up the floor. Right. But everything that I'm reading and hearing, they're looking for a ball-dominant guy. So I don't know if they just want to play Russell off the ball, if they feel more comfortable with him off the ball. I think Russell's better off the ball. He reminds me. When he when he first came out, he reminded me so much of James Harden. But the more I watch him play, um, I think he's a better. I think he's a little better ball. off the ball too. I think he is. But I think he's definitely he's got a better ability to to play on the oh, ball. Oh yeah, than what he Edwards can play the point. Yeah. All right. So I think I think you're looking for a ball dominant guy. So at the, and like I said, I mean Lamelo's the top ball dominant guy that I've got on the board, and I think he's the most ball dominant guy that everybody else has had on the board. So. All right. Uh, I think that's where they want to go with it. I think they, but I don't think they want to take him at one. I think they want to back off because right. everybody else, basically in the league, or most of them, have points. They're not going to trade somebody that's looking for a ball down that guy. Right. They're not going to let somebody like that just be ahead of them. But uh, I mean, they're. I don't know. I've seen a, a few different places. Where Lamelo goes, I, I mean, I've seen him going number one, and I've seen Edwards going number one, flip flopping. But I keep on going back to uh, James Wiseman. I think that'd be um, a good pickup because I mean, why couldn't you play uh, Towns at at the power forward spot? Because then you got to move him to three point line. Like I said, he has the ability to shoot out there, but. You don't really want him sitting there, like you don't have in to the move middle him of the out. offense. Like, I mean, you don't have to move him out like a lot. Uh, you could, I mean, you can to get some spacing for your guards, but you know, you can also give it to him down low in the post, and he can do his work in the post as a power forward. Well, right? yeah, and then but then you got Wiseman down there too. True, and you're clogging up. They're True. clogging it up for each other, not to mention they're clogging it up and, and making a stagnant offense. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I, you know, I forget that we're not in the 90s anymore. And, yeah, it just, uh, it, that physical type of play. It doesn't work just, in just today's ball. It just don't work anymore. Uh, all right. Uh, Which, granted, Golden State is number two pick. Yeah. That's who, that's where I've got Wiseman. Yeah, Wiseman. Uh, James Wiseman's the best big man on the board for me. Um. He's got the next big thing potential. I mean, yeah, he's got you know he definitely got the physical attributes. Uh, he's I didn't really get to see much of his game because he uh, he, ended he didn't up, get to play much. Yeah, he but, ended up suspended. Or uh, they were gonna suspend him, so Penny kind of took him and just set him. And yeah, I, it was I, something to that nature. But I think the rich get richer. Golden yeah. State gets oh, Wiseman. Yeah. Like uh, I said, Wiseman's the best big man I've got on the board. And they give him a. I mean, they get a, a, a true big man that yeah. always has to play. I mean, I, I know they had, you know, Javale and McGee, but they're going to get a, a true weapon at their, big, at their five yeah. spots now, which they've never had that, really. Uh, yeah, they had Cousins there for a minute, but he was right. coming off that Achilles and a right. shell of himself. And they had Willie Colley-Stein, but he's no threat on the offensive end. Yeah. And yeah, I forgot they had Willie College Stein for a little while. Yeah, and JaVale I mean, McGee, he's an oop catcher and a yeah. defensive guy, so yeah, they, he, they really haven't not. had a, a threat in the post for this whole run that they've been on, and, and now I think they get it. And then the Charlotte Hornets at three is where I have Anthony Edward, who I think is the best player, I think in, he's the the best player in the draft. He's my number one prospect. Uh, he's six four, two thirty eight, and an absolute stud. I've watched him quite a bit. Like like you said, I'm I'm the SEC guy. Yeah, you've seen him more than I have. I've only seen mostly highlights of him. The highlights look great, but so does everybody else. Yeah, no, I watched. I probably watched four or five complete games from Georgia. The, all right. The two regular season games against Kentucky, I watched both of them all the way through. I watched, uh, and then that's kind of the first one is kind of where I discovered him. Okay. And then. I kind of picked up games here and there as I was watching. 
So I'm looking at a, a mock draft on CBS. Uh, number four is Chicago is picking. Uh, they got them picking Obi Toppin. What do you think about that pick? I don't know nothing about him. I've I, I seen him play. He played for Dayton. He he was, uh, I don't know if you call him a late bloomer or, or what. He was, he's just a sophomore, but he just came out of nowhere pretty much. Yeah, His freshman year, of... he was okay, but he wasn't great. Uh, Ain't he kind of one of those tweeners? Like, um, yeah, uh, he kind of. I'll tell you who he kind of puts me in mind of: Kenneth Fareed. Okay, yeah. You know, he's power forward, but he's he's six nine, two twenty. He's not. He's probably not as big as Fareed was, but uh, no, it's probably about right where Fareed sat. I mean, Fareed might have been like two thirty, two thirty five. Yeah, but he, he might have been a little bigger, but he's six uh, nine. Fareed but he was is. yeah six nine, six eight. Uh, and then. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. They got Cavaliers picking uh, Denny. You want he's to... the one from overseas. He's the one from overseas. Uh, That's not who I've got them taking from Israel. Okay, they got him. You got you got somebody else. Okay. Yeah. This this mock draft I'm looking at. They got Denny Ad Adija Abdija. He he's from Israel. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a. I've I've read a lot about him. I have to, uh, I mean I've yeah I've I've heard the name get brought he, up. And he regarded as the best international player. Uh, I'd be okay I mean, with him. I mean I know those international the not as well as what it, those international guys are really working out though too. They you are. know you've seen Persingas, you've seen um, Doncic. Yeah, uh, Luka Doncic, who's uh, probably one of my favorite guys in the league right now. Oh yeah. Mine as well. Uh, uh, Dirk. Yeah, Dirk come through. Like, you're seeing a lot of, I mean, Bano, Ginobili from yeah. San Antonio, and Tony Parker came, both oh, those yeah, guys yeah. came from overseas. Yeah. Like, so you're you're really seeing a trend of where they're working out here a uh, lot in recent years. What was from uh, the Raptors? Uh, they got a lot of overseas players on there. A couple oh. of, uh, who's their, their go-to guy? I can't even oh, think of it right now, right offhand. But anyways, he's, I think he's from overseas as well. Uh, but I've got Cleveland taking uh, Onika Akugawa or whatever, however you say it, from USC. The kid, the center from USC. Yeah, he's, he's 6'9", 245. He probably plays the four in the pros. Uh, uh, he's he's long, he's lean. Um, any other class, I think he's probably been the best big man on the board, but you got Wiseman in this right. board. so. Uh, Okay, I I didn't see much of him. He's last got re- year, but... he's got really good footwork. Uh, okay, in the post and on defense, he's got really good timing. He kind of reminds me of um, Anthony Davis. The big thing about him coming out on the defensive end was he didn't jump until the offensive guy jumped, mm-hmm. so he didn't fall for a lot of of pump fakes. Right. You see that a lot with this guy, and it's part of the fact that he's six nine and he's got such long arms. He can really rim protect. I think he'd be a really good eventual that i don't think they still they ha, they still have love on the roster up there they got love on the roster they still have tristan thompson on the roster right i think if they go with a big man i would like to see because i think love's on the outside looking in i think he's on the way too. out of cleveland i would like to see them if they're going to get a big man i'd like to see somebody that's gonna, to have a, a little bit of a score have potential to have scoring you know scoring option uh i don't want just another Defender. I mean, because they I, they already have that. I wouldn't even mind. What do you think if maybe Cleveland tries to move Love to Minnesota, back to Minnesota? I mean, that's where he started at. I mean, I I like. I don't know what happened to the. You know, my well, I think day. a lot of it was was Love. He they wouldn't get no talent if they're around him, but he goes right. back to Minnesota right now where he's got they got talent. Yeah, he's got Cad, he's got Russell. And he would actually work out like like you'd be able to spread the floor because he, he can, can shoot the three yeah. pretty consistently. So that's actually not you know, in my day and age though, you didn't get all these players that were moving all the time and right. you know, it really wasn't until like Shaq started moving around. Then you started seeing a lot more of this you know, free agency frenzy. I mean, right. you'd get them occasionally, but not nothing like you get them. No, now. no. But now you get. I mean, if you move, uh, love up to back up to Minnesota and get the number one pick, then you got the ability to draft Wiseman, or you have the ability to draft Edwards, or, or whoever you want. 
pretty much. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I think you, you pair Edwards with uh, that and, kid that came out of Alabama last year. Uh, Sexton? Yeah. You pair him with, or maybe that was two years ago when he came out. Garland came out last year. Yeah, Sexton yeah. So they got ago. Sexton, Garland, Edwards, or they got Sexton, Garland, Wiseman, and that's true. Cleveland's looking at a pretty good. I mean, that's just kind of uh, fantasy GMing by my end, but I'd be okay, if, you know, if, if Obi Toppin was to fall, I'd be great. I'd be happy with him as well. I mean, he's he's really not. He's more. He's more of a power forward than he is a small forward. Right. And I don't know how well he could stretch the floor. Right. I don't know how well, you know, if he could spread the floor out and hit the three consistently. But um, I'd be okay with that. He's a local guy, so I'd, I'd be all right with it. All right. Uh, that's enough for news time. What do you say we get on to our listed segment? Let's do it. All right. This is actually your idea for uh, our our list our all time favorite movies or movie series. Yeah. Such, such as the Marvel series. Yeah, that way series, things like yeah, that. that way I wouldn't go and, you know, well, the Too Fast, Too Furious is right, my favorite right, and right. Fast Five is my second. Right, right. Just be able to throw a whole series in there and go on. All right. So I'm gonna start this out all right, for a change. I'm gonna give you my number four. It, I don't know how well you are in the westerns, but I, you know, I grew up watching westerns with my dad. Uh, I've so it's kind of grown on me. Uh, three Ten to Yuma, the new I've one. Seen, I've seen Three Ten to Yuma. I've seen the old one. I've seen the old one as well, but I like the new one. Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, um, and I'm not even sure what the kid's name is, but he played in Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Um, I love that movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, awesome. I haven't seen I haven't seen the new one, but I've seen the old one. So I love, I love the. New I mean, one. I know the storyline and and all that, and and I like that movie. Right, it's it, it's really good. All right, so what's your number four? Uh, my number four is the Harry Potter series. All right, uh, I mean, I don't know, I I, I do, I I kind of geek out with the Harry Potter series. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna call you a nerd because if I call you a nerd for that, <laughs> I have to call my daughter a nerd. She loves. I love the those Harry movies. The Fantastic Beasts. She loves. Yeah, them all. I like them. I like them too. Them I actually did catch some of the Fantastic Beasts and it looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat and and really like uh, my fiance. She she's really into them. She's read all the books multiple times. My daughter and, has the books. So like she and everything. It, yeah. it helps to have somebody there that's like can kind of explain it right. a little more in detail for you as you're watching them, especially the first time. Cause then like I watch the movies, I'm like, I think I know this part. And then I watch it with her and she's like, no, in the book, they explain it a lot more and it's this, this and this. And I'm like, Oh, well that's even freaking cooler. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, have you ever read the books? No, no, I mean, no, I can't read worth a damn. Like, I haven't watched the uh, books or the. Mo I haven't read the books or watched the movies. I've seen some of the Fantastic Beasts. Like so, I, I respect the hell out of anybody that can that can read really well, uh -huh. but I can't, and I'm extremely slow at it. So it would take me. It would probably take me three months to read one book out yeah, of that. I'm the same not to way. mention my reading retention is horrible. So like I can read one page and then look be up tired. at you and not be able to tell you a damn thing right. that I read. So, all right. Uh, so uh, you're three. No, let's go back to you. You want to go back to me? Yeah. All right. Well, my number three is another series, and it's the uh, Fast and Furious series. I I like the Fast and Furious. Series. I I love I love every one of them. I mean, that's I, another one that I kind of get really excited when uh, one's about to come out. Our buddy we shouted out earlier. He uh. He's a big fan of them too, but he uh, and and I kind of agree with him a little bit that I think The Rock shouldn't be in them. Like I I like The Rock in the the first two that he was in. Right, should have left it at that. The yeah. The Rock kind of is stealing the thunder because The Rock has his own thing. He kind of right. stealing the thunder away from like Vin Diesel and Paul yeah. Walker. I mean, I I like The Rock. And I, I actually did like him in the first two movies. But after that, it's like, eh, I could do with him or without him. I love Jason Statham in it because he's al already, you know, the, the transporter. He's already yeah. the, uh, you know, Fast and Furious type. Right. But The Rock, I'm okay either I really with liked, him or without I, him. I really liked the first one when they brought him in there as yeah. kind of the guy that was chasing him. I yeah, really he, liked that. 
he wasn't necessarily a bad guy, but he wasn't necessarily your good yeah, I guy. I mean, he was either. the one against him. So, right, I mean, right. he so was he kind was. of the one you were cheering against. Right. But, and then kind of to bring him back in on the next one to where he they he recruits them to team up with him to get another guy. Like, that was cool. If they would have ended it at that, I'd been fine with. And, and honestly, if, if the tragedy with Paul Walker wouldn't have happened, they probably might have yeah. ended it with yeah. that. But now you kind of need another big name. Right. And I think Vin Diesel has a lot to do with him still being in it. Okay. Uh, uh, Diesel's a uh, – he – I can't remember his entire role with him. I know he's part producer. Yeah, executive producer, producer. And I think he writes a lot of the stuff for, like, as far as the storyline goes, I think he's involved in a lot of the writing in it. Okay. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to get back at you with my number three, uh, Shawshank Redemption. I don't know if you've you've Yeah, I have seen it. I've seen it. Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I've seen it. I hadn't seen it probably... It was honestly, it was probably like two months before we started doing this podcast. I sat down and watched it on Netflix. It's, I had never seen it. It's been a while that. for, it's been a while since I've watched it last, but I know I've watched it. I mean, there, there's a lot of movies out there that I, I, I tumbled through, but I kept on going back. You know, I'll say this again. Our, our friend we shouted out, uh, we were talking about that today and he mentioned it and I guess I had forgot it and I'm like, yeah. That is a really good movie. It that, is. That's that's one of my favorites. It's up there. Uh, I'm coming back at with you with my number two pick. Okay. The Last Samurai, Tom Cruise movie. He's uh, it's it's a it's a I think a Civil War type. Not necessarily Civil War because it's over in Japan, but at post Civil War thing. Yeah. Uh, in history of Tom Cruise, uh, is, is over in Japan, and he's uh. He's trying to help the Japanese uh, with the guns and everything, learning how to use the guns against the samurais. Yeah. And the people that they're going after, he ends up getting kidnapped from them, and he learns their way of life and pretty much becomes one of them. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal movie. I, I love it. Yeah, just, just the fact that you mentioned Shawshank Redemption, though, I kind of forgot about one. I, I Probably it would have been my honorable mention but the green mile oh yeah yeah the great i got it i would put that as my honorable mention yeah it's, it's a little long but yeah it's john coffee yeah i love that movie yeah i know uh just kind of as soon as you said shaw that shawshank redemption and we were kind of talking about it a little bit i was like oh the green mile like so i, I just got a little shout out there with them like yeah i like i like the green mile i'm a big i'm a big tom hanks fan yeah uh, i like tom so hanks. yeah all right so what's your number two? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh man, I love I'm gonna hear so I've never seen it. The oh first time. my god! You don't I know how much movie. shit that I get at work because I I haven't seen. It. I've tried watching. Have it. you seen the TikTok where that I made with uh, your brother? My brother, yeah, that's doing the, yeah. the, the man of constant yeah, sorrow man. song. Yeah. I've seen that uh, <laughs> doing karaoke with it. Yeah, like I. I figured you, I was going <laughs> to ask you if you'd seen that movie, but I figured I you have. I've heard movie. the song. I have uh, seen that movie probably 15 plus times, and I love it every freaking time. And that's hard for me. Because, like, once I know the storyline, like, right, once I know the right, ending, once the it's hard for me gone, to get back yeah. into it. But uh, that's one that I can go back to. Yeah. I've tried to watch it a couple different times, and, and I've ended up having, like, like, I tried watching it on my fire stick, and I had errors, and this and that. And I'm like, it's just not meant to be, man. It's I think I have it on DVD. I'm gonna have to. If you do, you're gonna have to. I think I have sometime. it. I'm gonna have to borrow. All right. Well, what's your number one then? Shooter. Shooter. You ain't never seen it. Yeah, I've, I've had the one with uh, Paul or Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg gets recruited. It. He's a former sniper, and I think he was a SEAL sniper. Mm-hmm. And they come in and tell him that. Uh, uh, the president's got an immediate threat yeah. to be sniped, and then right. they have him go scout all these locations, yeah. and then they frame him to be the shooter. And... I think they turned it into a series on USA. Yeah, I think they uh, did. I haven't ever Brian seen the Phil series. I, my wife watched it. I've watched bits and pieces of it. Um, I'm not a big Mark Wahlberg fan, but it's not a bad movie. It's I like Mark movie. Wahlberg, but that's another one that I can watch. I've probably seen it 15 plus times, all and right. I love it every freaking time. Okay, all right. It is a good movie. I like it. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you my number one. Let's hear it. A Time to Kill. 
Oh, I have never seen it. I seen that blank yeah, face on I've you. I've never seen it. It's it's in it's a mid nineties movie. Um, it has uh, oh, a lot. So it's like seven. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of big time actors in it. Actually, uh, Kevin Spacey, Matthew McConaughey, Samuel L. Jackson, Sandra Bullock. Um, mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of uh, the Sutherlands, Keeper and his dad. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it's got a lot of stars in it. Uh, basically, it's uh, we'll just say it's a controversial movie. Okay. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen To Kill a Mockingbird or Ray yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah. Think that. Okay. Think that. Okay. Um, it's it's a, it's a great movie. It's a great watch. It really is one of my one my all time favorite movies. Definitely. All right, so that's it for listed. Let's uh, get on to our uh, our fancy picks. Uh, okay. Do you want to recap week ten? I well, know, I guess we can. I mean, we listen. I'm on a cold streak and a half on this. We didn't uh, publish our uh, last episode, but that doesn't mean we didn't record it. And I'm gonna go ahead and give you our. Uh, Shitty picks. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on a cold streak and I up like I'm. You so, have been actually. I'm so cold. You might as well put me in Antarctica on yeah. this. Like, all right. Well, uh, last week uh, we'll start off with Jared Goff. Um, yeah. He had the he had uh, he the matchup. Yeah, he had the matchup. Um, they just didn't have the. They just didn't. He didn't perform. Throw the ball. Uh, he had ten point four eight points. Uh, just. Shitty for a quarterback. Um, and then you had Brandon Cooks, and and it's not that he necessarily did bad, so to speak, but fantasy wise, he just he didn't get you done. He was so close, he was at nine point nine. Yeah. Um, I and mean, then, at his price point on DraftKings last week, if he would have got into double digits, I'd have been all right with it. But the fact that he didn't, like, it didn't right. didn't help you none. I like, started golf last week. I think in. Uh, our Guru's League, and and I started him over Ben Roethlisberger. Man, Roethlisberger, that, that didn't pay off. No, not at all. Uh, so I had uh, at my running back spot, I had uh, a JD McKissick, who this is the second time I've, I've picked him, and the second time he's done really well for me. He yeah. had seventeen point nine points. Yeah. Um, and my other pick was Robert Tanyan, who he only had six point three points. He had three catches. But he had eight targets. I mean, right. he had the opportunity to, you know, to actually do well. He just didn't. Right. So let's uh, move on to week 11. And we'll get on with our, our, our picks. You want to start off with your running back pick? Uh, Well, you got the paper. So won't you just right. tell them and I'll talk about okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, we'll start off with the quarterback. There you go. Yeah. You just tell them and we'll talk about them as we go. Alex Smith versus Cincinnati. I mean. Last week, Alex Smith threw for over 400 yards. Uh, he didn't have any touchdowns. But I feel comfortable going against Cincinnati. I think uh, I think he's due to have another good game. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't hate it. And, uh, like you said, he's coming off of a big game. Cincinnati's a great matchup. So, I'm okay with it. All right. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah. This, Seattle. Yeah. Um, Chase Edmonds seems like he's, I mean, it's, I've watched Arizona, I don't know how many times this year I end up watching Arizona, and it seems like it's more and more and more every week that I watch them that Edmonds is on the field. Like, I think, I think they're kind of phasing out Kenyon Drake a little bit or going more toward 50-50, and the last two games that I've watched of Arizona, uh, Drake has fumbled, so that's even more reason to... Phase him uh, out some. That's what I'm getting ready to ask. Drake's come back and he's healthy. Uh, and do you see him still having the standalone value? I mean, I think I think Edmonds does. Right, I don't know right, about Drake. Right. Uh, yeah, Drake fumbled last week, so so Drake could still be in the doghouse a little. Yeah, bit. I mean he could be, and and like I said, even if not, it seems like they really like Edmonds down there. So. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so. Uh, Wide receiver pick this week is uh, Willis Sneed, the fourth. Um, they're going up against Tennessee. I know Tennessee is actually a pretty good team, but their defense is hurting right now. Their secondary is weak. 
Um, and they're giving up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers behind yeah. only Seattle right now. Yeah, they're giving up points. Um, Snead is kind of more of the safer option as far as Baltimore's receivers. Hollywood Brown seems a lot like um, the a deep threat, the boomer bust kind of guy. Snead's kind of getting the middle work action, and that's kind of where I want to be. I, I kind of want the – if he booms, great, but you kind of want the safer option – just in case, you right, know. Right, right. Uh, all right, and then your wild card for the week is a KJ Hamler, uh, Denver wide receiver, going against uh, Miami. Yeah, uh, the matchups. It's not as great as it has been in years past. Miami's like 18th or 19th against receivers, right? Or they might be 21st. They're somewhere between 18 and 21. Right, right. So it's not as good as it has been in the past, but it's still a pretty decent matchup. And, and he's pretty cheap on uh, DraftKings. Yeah, he's like 3,700 on DraftKings, and he's got 10-plus targets both of the last two weeks. Right. So, uh, so the opportunity is there. Yeah, so I'll take it. All right. And we'll roll with it. Like we said, it's a, it's a wild card, so it's supposed to be the super cheap option to really save you big money. All right. So what do you go – Let's say we go for uh, our uh, games of the week. We'll do a quick little recap of week 10. Who I'm on picked. a hot streak on the game of the week. You are on that. Uh, Buffalo at Arizona. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I thought Buffalo had it. Uh, I did too. And they Arizona not for probably came one of the back. Best. Now, did that go into overtime? No. It didn't. No. But, it, but I think uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray it and was D. It yeah, the buzzer beater. Uh, you don't see that very often in the NFL. Hail Mary. No, it's probably one of the best catches I've uh, seen in a long time. I mean, you're talking about a end of triple coverage, and, and the defender comes over Hopkins' is back and actually gets his hand on the ball, and Hopkins has got strong enough hands to hold on right. to it. Like, it, it was a phenomenal catch. And what, and what about uh, Kyler, man? He had to scramble. He, I mean, he was pretty much all over the field, and – uh, well, get rid of the ball. Even in the middle of that game, when kind of Buffalo's in a little bit better control of it, you're kind of sitting there going, "Buffalo, you got to keep scoring. You got to keep scoring because if Kyler gets hot, right, like right, and uh, Kyler got hot. I mean that that which Josh Allen caught a touchdown in that game, right? Like, yeah. So that was super freaking cool. Yeah, that, like that was great. I mean that actually helped my fantasy out a little bit. Me too. Uh, uh but uh. Yeah, Kyler Murray, that throw kind of, you know, put me in reminisce of, like, Aaron Rodgers type of, you know, things. Yeah, Rodgers is probably the best Hail Mary thrower that I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. Him, maybe maybe Russell Wilson. Maybe. Yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson, one of the Russell best Wilson throws a great deep yeah. ball. But, uh, yeah, as far as the pure Hail Mary ball, like, I think I've seen Rodgers convert them more than I have anybody else. But. All right. Uh and then our other game from last week, uh, which was my game, you know, of course I'm a sucker for uh, the gunslingers, uh, the Chargers at Miami. Yeah, and you're a sucker for the the young guns. Yeah, I, in. I want you know I wanted to see you know I seen future. you're looking at the future of the NFL. Right. I I wanted to see Herbert going against Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't disappoint. I mean, two Miami won. It wasn't as thrilling as a game as. Uh, the Arizona Buffalo game, right. but it was a great game. I mean, Justin Herbert had his probably his worst game he's had, and it still wasn't that bad of a game. Right? He didn't get the W, but I mean, he hasn't been getting the W all season long, pretty much. No. All right. So, what's your pick for the game of the week for Week Eleven? Well, I'm gonna go back to Kyler Murray in Arizona, yeah. and I'm gonna go Arizona against Seattle. All They're right. at Seattle Arizona Thursday night. Seattle Thursday night football. Yeah, uh, prime time. I think it's it should be an absolute shootout. I mean, it was the last time. Well, it should be again. Did, I think I picked it the last time. I, I think suit. you did too. Didn't that one go to overtime? Yeah, that one did I go think, to overtime. I, Cardinals won. You think Cardinals win again? Uh, no, I'm gonna take Seattle this time. I kind of, I kind of been leaning towards that too. All right, well, my, I'll see uh, what the final spread is to see my gambling advice, but I think mm-hmm. it's at three right now. All right, my uh. Pick for the week is the Chiefs versus the Raiders. I mean, it's a strong division game. The Chiefs kind of been eh, on a little bit of a slump, a little bit. They're still they're still eight and one. They're coming off by this big blowout. Uh oh, and especially after the comments uh, 
Andy Reid said that the Raiders busted, did a victory lap around Arrowhead. Mm -hmm. You know, I know they'll come out and say that, oh, we don't use bulletin board material, but that's horseshit. Yeah. They all do. I don't care. They they all use that for motivation. Whatever can help you for motivation, they use. It will be, but Andy Reid's phenomenal coming off the bye and the weapons he's got. I'm telling you, this will be a blowout. Okay. All right. All right. But I not and I like I like Vegas. I like Derek Carr. I've liked Derek Carr since he got drafted. I like uh Josh Jacobs. I like uh Ray, or Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, yeah. Right. I like him uh that they drafted this year and I even like Hunter Renfro. I like Vegas. I think Vegas is a very good team. But the fact that Andy Reid's coming off a bye week with these weapons. I just can't see, and and the bulletin board material. I can't see this not being a blowout. Yeah, I could see this being a a mud hole stomping, but since it is, uh, you know, it's a division game. The Raiders yeah, are like- on the up and up. I I do think if the Raiders' uh, defense isn't in, and you know, like I said earlier, their whole pretty much their whole starting defense went on the COVID list. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. This this game of the week may not even be a game of the week because it may not be a game, period. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, jump into uh, one for the money. All right. You said I was going to make fun of you. You're going to laugh. What am I going to make fun of My one for the money. I'm, I'm taking the Jets at the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And plus the points. What's the points? Eight and a half point underdogs. And I think... I'm not saying that they'll win the game. But, but you're I, saying they cover the spread. I, I say they cover the spread. I do think they win the game, though, actually. Um, eight and a half. Eight and a half. No Sam Darnold. No Sam Darnold. No Joe Lev Black, Bell anymore. No Lev Bell anymore. I, I still think. I think uh, I got a hunch that they're going to win. I, I do think they're going to cover, though. Uh, Chargers, the Chargers defense is god-awful. They're, they're almost as bad as Dallas. And, and and Dallas has actually been looking a little bit better here of late. Eight and a half is a huge spread in the right. NFL. And, and and the Chargers, That's if it a was huge spread, if it especially was Seattle or Tampa Bay going up against them, okay, I yeah. wouldn't do that. But especially a team that hasn't gotten a lot of wins this year, eight and a half is right. a huge spread. Right. But I still, God, I don't know, and it's at. Los Angeles? It's at Los Angeles. I'm okay with it. It's a later game anyways. I'm okay with with it being at Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm more worried about the 1 o'clock kickoff games when the West Coast. Yeah, I do too. I worry about those too. But, I mean, just, oh, God. I know. I know what you're thinking. I know. It's. It, it's a hard pick, but I I really, eight and a half points is too much. Too. You should be able to cash in pretty good on that. If I that's think, I think like so. I said, that is a huge spread for a team that doesn't have a lot of wins. And I I definitely am taking the under at forty seven. I don't hate it because I could see it happening. I could see them covering the spread. They're not going to win this game. The Jets aren't. They may not win the game. I could see them, I'm, I could see gonna, them covering the spread. So I don't hate the pick, but. I'm not going to guarantee I victory. Know. I think yeah. to, I think I'm going to pick them to win, but I don't know if I, I don't know, know if I would put my money on it. I don't me. know that I I don't I would put my money on the spread. I definitely would. Yeah, and definitely the under. All right. So yeah, definitely the under. I think you definitely take the under. All right, whatever it is. All right. Uh, let's raise up our uh, glasses and toast. Uh, Juice, who do you uh you got a toast this week? You got anybody you want to say cheers to? Toast? Uh eh, let's just cheers. Let's see. Let's we got the listeners. We got special K. All right. Uh, we got we got Silestone Brewery. We'll toast them too. We'll toast them. We'll, we'll toast uh we'll toast Levy Legends as well while we're at it. One yeah, little quick well. toast I want to for all you re- wrestling fans out there. Oh, uh, that's me. Uh, this Sunday is uh, Survivor, Survivor Series. Series, and it marks uh, a 30-year career coming to an end for the, the Phenom, man. the Dead Man, the Undertaker. Yeah, he's uh, definitely, it's it's a Mount Rushmore 
uh, for me. Without a doubt. Is. Without a doubt. And I think that's something we need to get into at some point. I was maybe. thinking the same thing. Probably in off season. That could be a listed type deal where we do our Mount Rushmore of of professional wrestlers. I'd be cool with doing like uh, I pretty much a whole episode on wrestling. Uh, well, I could definitely talk about it. I'm real oh, yeah. good at it. I'm I'm pretty good. I probably know more of the older wrestlers. Yeah, I can but... do the old stuff. I can do the new stuff. I can do well. I can do anything from the Attitude Era up. Okay, uh, which I gotta say, the Attitude Era to me, it's the oh, greatest it's, era. It's the golden ages, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, Taker, man, happy trails. Uh, yeah, thanks for entertaining us. Thank you so much for the thirty great years we've had. I remember your first big match uh, against Jake the Snake Roberts. I remember the whole yeah. lead up to that. Uh, it's been great. So uh, cheers. Yeah, and the sacrifice that he's made as far as just even even in more recent time of staying off of social media and protecting that character. like Right. And yeah, and in this day and age, that's hard. He's a special one. No he doubt is. about it. He's so. definitely the phenom for a reason. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll keep listening. Those- keep sharing. Keep uh, uh, follow the, the Twitter at Cheap Seats Pod 1. Uh, look for the Facebook page. Uh, interact. Share. Do it all. Uh, Appreciate you. Yeah, if you got any comments, drop us some lines. Uh, any messages, any emails, send them to us. So let's uh, let's get our glasses up here, Juice, and uh, cheers. Cheers, guys. We're out.